Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Aguero! He's got it in! He's got it in! Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. Oh, I see it! You're back on the Racing and Sports Punters Pod this Friday, August the 19th, where we attempt to wave our winning wand, allowing you to usher in a wild weekend. Jimmy Buckley with you again, and today it's all about that seductive beast of the round ball game, where we take a look at what's happened so far in an already turbulent English Premier League, and find some value to boot for the weekend's matches. As always, when we look further afield to England, Scotland and the continent, I'm joined by the only Antipodean I've ever met <laughs> who knows exactly what I'm on about when I start throwing around <laughs> words and phrases like Petodri, Inverness, Caledonian Thistle and Ross County, the great Ken Rutherford. Welcome, Ken. Yeah, looking forward to another weekend of, of football on the other side of the planet. James, it's, uh, looking at some of the fixtures over the weekend, there's, there's plenty to whet the appetite for us round ball observers and uh, a lot of it is in the EPL and the Skybet Championship. I mean, try and find a winner there, punters, in the Skybet. I mean, good luck. I looked at the odds for the weekend. I mean, you're 210, 330, 350, you know, it's, it's, it's commonplace, you know, in terms of the of the 1x2 prices, and, and we're going, I know we're going to have a look at the Scottish Premier League as well, where Rangers and Celtic have, uh, well, have gone three or four links clear on the opposition, as expected. <laughs> yeah, already after three games, uh, but you're right, it is very difficult to pick, very hard, uh, and it seems to be harder the lower you go down the football pyramid. Now, if I can just have your attention for one moment, please, Kent. Okay. I know you've been to Manchester United, supported. Since I was about seven years of age, mate, when we got relegated in '73, uh, I think it was. Yep, so that almost fifty years ago, and you've stuck with them through mm. thick and thin. Now, if I may indulge you on the current state of affairs at Europe's most soap operatic club right now, you've got a bloke by the name of Cristiano Ronaldo on about four hundred thousand pounds a week, and they've got two weeks to move him on, and nobody wants a bar of him. Mm due to those wage demands. Number one midfield target, Frankie de Jong, not tempted by the former luster of the Red Devils, where Champions League action is but a distant memory. A new manager who is hell-bent on playing the ball out from as deeply as possible without the required cattle to do so successfully. An ill-fated pursuit of former Stoke and West Ham striker Marco Anutovic, who is closer to 40 than 25. Hell of a player. (laughs) And losses to Brighton and Brentford to start the season ahead of a rivalry clash for the ages against Liverpool at the back end of this weekend, with Liverpool having beaten the Red Devils 9-0 collectively in two league matches last season. But talk of a potential knight in shining armour in the form of the greater Manchester-born Jim Ratcliffe, who owns cycling's team Ineos, several European-based soccer clubs, and it's now keen to buy into United after missing out on Chelsea. Ken, have you ever seen anything like this as a United fan? Well, and we've scored one goal this year, and it's, uh, and it's an own goal. Uh, Brighton <laughs> managed to score in their own net in the first match when we lost 2-1. No, it's, it's, it is soap operatic. What can I add? I mean, I, I have listened to a few football podcasts over the last two or three weeks, and with, with great glee, the, the Liverpool supporters and the Arsenal supporters and, goodness, the Berry, Carlo United and anyone else you want to name supporters are just having a full crack at United. So we're getting a bit of our own back from 
30 years of, of, of dominance, I guess, where will it end? I mean, goodness me, it's it's the hospital pass of all hospital passes that the new manager, Den Heg, has got, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Steve McLaren's on the bench. He's like the number two. Um, oh, goodness gracious. I don't want to say anything which will get me held liable here, but the Wally and the Broly with the Broly or whatever it was, yeah. I mean, he's. I think his days are probably gone. I mean, I know he had some success recently with Twante, as that's, that's how you pronounce it, in the, right, the, yeah, the yeah. Dutch league, but... Over Nenska, mm, though. I think if United are, are looking at um, you know getting anywhere with their current management team with Lux McLaren involved, give me a break. Things have to change. They are trying their best to get players, but no darn player wants to arrive. I mean, I've got to get my boots out again and get a, <laughs> get a new hip. I've got to get my new hip first, but goodness. I mean, Pulisic might come and go on loan from Chelsea. He might. Yeah. But why would Chelsea let him go to United? I mean, that, that's not going to happen. Casemiro might go from Real Madrid. His, he's a holding midfielder. He's in the ilk of a McTominay or, or a Fred, isn't he? He's not going to improve the team that dramatically. He's probably past his best anyway. You mentioned De Jong. He doesn't want a bar of it. While Felix from Atletico Madrid, apparently he's 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 a chance. But the money he's wanting now, and this is what's happening, James, is any player who's half discontent in their current spot with their current team, and they're going to charge the, the earth. I mean, the guy Adrian Rabiot, the French guy who plays at Juventus, you heard that story, didn't oh. you? His mother's doing the negotiations. <laughs> Clearly she's got a big shopping bill because they're not going to pay him enough. And I'd never heard of him before he, he was mentioned as a potential target. Never heard of him. Good player, obviously. But is he going to change the fortunes of Man United? Oh. I just look at the team and I've, you and I speak socially about this. You're not going to win anything with Fred McNominay as, <laughs> as your midfield, centre midfielder. You're not going to win a thing. So that to me, that's your starting point. They've done nothing really in terms of getting players in to solve that midfield dilemma. They brought Christian Eriksen in. They play him up front as a sort of a just behind the strikers for the first game against Brighton. Now they played him with more of a holding role last weekend. He's that kind of roving midfield. He's a creative player, isn't he? That's that's where Eriksen plays his best. But he's I'm sure he's wondering where he's going to play next, what, what system he's going to be used against Liverpool on on Monday morning. Well, he's going to be chasing shadows, let's face <laughs> it. But, well, Tuesday morning, I think it was Australian time, but... Look, where do they go? We've, we've spoken enough about Manchester United. You got me started, James. Well done. <laughs> Jeez, poor old Christian Eriksen must have been looking around at Brentford there on the weekend thinking, oh, geez, should have stayed in London. Mate, they were good. They yeah. were really good. I mean, 35 minutes up from 0-0 to 4-0. I mean, they were completely deserved of their victory. And you made a really good point before about changing the system, the way they play, about playing from the back. Well, you've got a goalkeeper in De Gea who's always been a shot stopper. His ability to play football with his feet is negligible compared to you know, the Man City, Liverpool keepers and all these other keepers around the place. So to, to have a style of play and expect a guy like De Gea to, to be able to front up in that respect just puts more pressure on the guy and you're seeing these making very basic mistakes now. You've got a mould around the cattle you've got, I think. Now... Let's uh, move on to other matters, specifically trying to find some winners over the course of this weekend. There's certainly plenty to choose from, Yeah, but I've asked you to have a look, Ken, through the English Premier League, the Scottish Premier League, and then maybe even further down in England, and what have you managed to come up with? Well, I've, I've got a Premier League multi, and let's, let's have a Premier League multi every, oh. every Friday morning, shall we? Oh, I like it. Shall we, James? I'm a so, big fan. The, th- the three locks that I, I think over over the course of the next two days that pundits can look at is, first of all, Tottenham versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's 9.30 tomorrow evening. I'm on the light bears these days, so I should be watching that one. Uh, it'll be halfway through the first session of the England-South Africa game at, uh, at Lords, the Test match there, so I, I will be watching this one. $1.40 in the head-to-head Spurs, four sixty the draw, $8.00. 
about the men from Molyneux. Now, Wolves, when we did a conversation, a podcast a few weeks ago, I, I tipped Wolves to be in relegation territory, and I'm underlining that, emboldening that, and putting that in big, bold type and capital letters. So I think they're a big chance to go down. They're doing nothing in the transfer market about getting a striker, and fair dinkum, they need a striker. I've gone to the handicap market here, minus one, and I've gone to the $2.10 price about Spurs. This is with Ned's uh, punters. Get on the Ned's website, the, the men in orange, and uh, get all the prices there. So Spurs to win by two goals or more. So 2-0 punters, 3-1, 4-2, whatever. Two goals or more at the two ten. So that's a starter from a multi. Everton, how bad are they? Quite frankly, the Toffees, they're awful. I mean, they're worse than United. Come on, now, you'd agree with that. <laughs> they're ordinary. Yeah, they are, they're ordinary. Three teams haven't scored a goal this year. They're one of them. I count Man United as well. I'm not, I'm not counting that own goal. <laughs> Everton haven't scored a goal. Where's Tammy United haven't scored a goal? Everton are playing Knott's Forest. Now, Knott's Forest aren't a bad side. Very well organised. Terrific manager in, in Steve Cooper. I wish he was at Man United. I've gone the under two and a half total goals here, James, $1.73. I think this is going to be nip and tuck. The head-to-head price is $1.94 uh, around Everton, three thirty-five. it is, I think, on the draw, and $4.10 if you like uh, Knott's Forest. But I'm going to go the total goals market punters under 25 at $1.73. That's the middle leg of my uh, Premier League multi for the weekend. And Leicester City, Southampton. Now, both these two sides have given away goals in their first two matches freely. Their defence is wonky at best. It's a bit like the all-black front row in the first uh, test match at uh, Bella a couple of weeks ago. They got it right last week, though, James. I thought I'd better slip that one. They got it right last week at Alice Park, the big fellas. Leicester City, $1.83, $3.75, the draw, $4 Southampton. I've gone goals in this one, over two and a half goals, $1.65. There will be goals here, everyone. There'll be there'll be plenty of them. There'll be over three three or more, and that's $1.65, as I mentioned. So times the two ten into the $1.73, into the $1.65, it's $5.99 odds, those, James. So around the 5 to 1 mark in, in the treble. So very keen on that one. If you don't want to take the $1.65, about uh, three plus goals in that last match, I mentioned Leicester City versus Southampton. Go both teams to score. That's at $1.57. But I'm very happy with that mouldy, mate. mate. I like the sound of that. I think they all look like a big chance of coming up. And that middle leg you've suggested there, Everton v Forest, under two and a half goals. Manchester United's best keeper at the moment is playing for Nottingham Forest, Dean Henderson, and it's great to see him really Correct. pick up the opportunity and, and run with it. I mean, he made some pretty strong comments towards the way he, he was did. treated at Manchester United, and rightfully so. I agree. He, he was obviously promised something, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago by previous management, and that uh, never bore any fruit. So good on him for speaking his mind. You know, even this early in the season, you've got to start thinking from an Everton fan perspective, this is almost a must-win, because, I mean, mm. Notts Forest were the... The third team, they're the playoff team who, who got promoted last year from the, the Skybet Championship. So, look, they're not easy beats. So, you know, they're very well organised, actually. And, they, and I think they've bought well. Uh, they've bought a lot of players, actually, in the, in the transfer window. And they've they bought good players, Jesse Lingard being the, the best of the lot, I guess. But if you're an Everton supporter, you'd be very keen to see them prevail at Goodison Park uh, over the weekend. They really do need to, I would think. So So that that's a pretty good-looking multi. Spurs minus 1.5. Everton and Forest under two and a half goals. Leicester v Southampton over two and a half goals. You, you multi those up together with Ned, you get about $5.90. I think that looks absolutely fantastic. And our uh, English Premier League correspondent, Mick Bennett, has his own multi this weekend, which starts in similar fashion to you. He's gone Spurs to win head-to-head outright, Arsenal to win outright, Chelsea to win outright. $3.07, multi those up with Neds. That all looks pretty good. Spurs, like you say, are playing Wolverhampton. Arsenal go down to Bournemouth. 
on the south coast and Chelsea travel to Elland Road. Mm. That all looks pretty solid. Moving along, Ken, did anything tickle your fancy in the Scottish Premier League? I had a quick look myself and... You start things off, mate. Couldn't actually. Well, to be honest with you, I couldn't really find any value there. I was trying hard to talk myself into Ross County beating Kilmarnock, but I couldn't quite... (laughs) Do it. The poor old Staggies are rooted to the bottom after three losses to start the season. I actually thought they might uh, be in better shape than that. It was a pretty disappointing loss down at St Mirren last week, whereas Kilmarnock coming off a 5-0 loss at home mm. at Rugby Park there to Celtic. Yeah, watch that game. Yeah, well. Some I mean, great goals. Uh, the Portuguese player, Jota. Gee, oh, uh, another great goal. Top corner job. a long uh, way out, yeah. Just a comment about Scottish football. A lot of artificial pitches there now, isn't there? I mean, Kilmarnock play on an artificial pitch. I think Livingston play Living, on artific- yeah. artificial. It's, it's it's different, isn't it? Yeah, very different. Yeah, but, you know, they face challenges up there, I suppose, that mm. you don't necessarily get sort of in the southern reaches of the United Kingdom. Mm. And, and weather is certainly a massive consideration. And if that's what it means for some of these smaller clubs that, mm. are, that are trying to make a quid, it allows them to to get more activity on that pitch during the week. Mm. which is another revenue stream, which can be very important. So flip side of that, of course, is there more potential for, for serious knee injuries and so forth? The ball skids along differently off the surface. I mean, it's a it's an interesting discussion, an interesting battle, and one that, that's raged for a couple of years over in Scotland and will do for years to come, I would have thought. Did you happen to find anything that you liked value-wise? Well, Ken? it's probably a typical Scottish Premier League weekend from a punting perspective, James. You've got Rangers playing away from home at Easter Road against Hibs, and they're fifty-seven, uh, with Hibs at 575 and the draw at 390. So they're, they're well found, obviously, in the market. You've got Celtic, uh, who last came up for the round on Sunday at $1.22 at home at Parkhead. Hearts, $12, $6.50 the draw. But the other four matches are all very, very close in terms of punting. They're all around the 15 to 10 price on the favourite. Uh, in fact, you know, universally so. Dundee United, that price against... St Mirren, Aberdeen are roughly around that price against St Johnston, as to Motherwell and as to Ross County. So I've gone uh, for my bit of the weekend in the Scottish Premier League punters. It's in the St Johnston-Aberdeen game. The two worst defences in the Scottish Premier League currently now. You can look at that two ways, can't you? You could say that, well, the managers have got something to work with during the week. They're going to shore up their defence and it's going to be bloody (laughs) nil-nil. But I don't reckon it will be because I've watched the person Johnson over the start of this uh, this uh, this, oh, winter, this program and that's terrible. And, uh, <laughs> and Aberdeen is actually scoring a few goals, so I can see it being over two and a half at two dollars and thirty eight cents. If you don't want to take the two dollars thirty eight punters, go both teams to score at even money two dollars price. So that's my bit of the weekend. The Scottish Premier League, St Johnson playing Aberdeen. The head to head price is here of interest three forty St Johnston three dollars two to one about the draw. And $2.25 about the Dons, who are away from home in Perthshire. So let's let's see how we go there. Pretty keen on both teams to score and pretty keen on being a high-scoring game. And let's hope that your man Masewski puts in one or two for the yes. Dons again. He started the season very well, yes. as predicted. The North Macedonian striker. <laughs> I told you to go, Wush, didn't I? That's no. right. No, Take, very. <laughs> I hope you've got the 28-1 to 1 about being the top goal scorer. I think he's got about three or four. Yeah, he's on fire. He's yeah. on fire. So good to see. So uh, Saints, St Johnston versus Aberdeen, over two and a half goals. $2.38, if you don't mind, with Neds. Mm. Aberdeen shipped three at home against Motherwell last weekend. So if you don't want to go that that far, both teams to score, paying a very healthy $2 there between St Johnston and Aberdeen. The Skybet Championship. 
everyone's favourite division. Gee, it's it's a difficult one from a from a punting perspective. I've, I've tried to do some stats on a couple of these games to see if there's any kind of uh, themes which are, which are obvious to to my looking at some value. It's it's, it's not that easy. And, and you saw during the week even with Reading playing Blackburn Rovers, and Blackburn Rovers had started the season off quite well, and they got thumped. I think it was three 0 at, at Reading. So at the Majeski Stadium. So it's it's not easy. I've found a couple where there might be value and the, the two sides who I think will be pressing for promotion to the Premier League at the end of the season and that's the, the Reading Borough game. I, I see value in Borough at $2.20 in the head-to-head. three twenty-five about Reading, three thirty the draw. But I'm going two twenty about Borough. They've got a pretty good record against Reading. They lost 1-0 at uh, the same fixture 11 months ago. But uh, they hadn't lost to Reading before that uh, from 2015 onwards. So pretty keen that Middlesbrough getting the job done. They've been a bit unlucky actually this season. They've, they've, they've started slowish, but uh, there's a couple of games there which could have easily gone their way. So I'm happy to take them at the 220. And look, Preston North End, you, you, you'd, you wouldn't want to back against them at Deepdale, would you? I mean, it's a fortress for them. I think they start off the season with one goal for and none against, or it might be the other way around. It's it's pretty doer stuff if you're a <laughs> if you're a Preston North End supporter. Pretty doer plays. They're, they're playing what? Correct. They're playing Watford two sixty five about the local team Preston North End at Deepdale three dollars about the draw two seventy five about Watford, which I thought was the value. I'm going to tip them. The first time these two teams played punters was 29th of January nineteen twenty one. First time. And James, here's, here's a question to you. It was an FA Cup game. What was the scoreline? Good Lord. Five goals were scored. You can, you, there you go. That's a hint. That's a hint. Okay, I'm going to say uh, Preston 3, Watford 2. No, if you said 4-1, you'd be right. Oh. If you said 4-1, you know, it was a hell of a game. A hell of a game. There were a couple of toe pokes, and uh, <laughs> the ball didn't roll very far. It was a very muddy day. I read the yeah. report. I'm, well. making, I'm making that up. But it's a long-standing fixture. I've watched Watford on a couple of occasions, mainly their highlights, actually. They've still got a bit of flair, a bit of attacking acumen going forward, everyone. So I was surprised their price, 275. I thought they'd be a bit shorter than that. The draw is probably the more obvious to, in, in some manner. It could easily be 0-0, 1-1 here. It'd be very, very tight. But I'm prepared to go to 275. Alrighty, so Watford, $2.75 up at Deepdale to beat Preston North End and Middlesbrough, $2.20 to beat Reading. Before we recap, I've, I've found one in the depths and we're going to the Irish Premier Division here. The Northwest Derby between Finn Harps and Sligo Rovers. Now, I'm pretty keen here on Sligo to win at $2.20. I think this should be far shorter. It's only an hour up the road. They, they travel up to Donegal. Finn Harps play out of Donegal. They're bottom of the league at the moment, poor old Finn Harps. They've only, I think they've had one win in their last five or six. They're struggling. Sligo, have, they've dropped down to fifth, but they've had a very busy month or so in Europe uh, where you might remember they actually beat Middle uh, Motherwell. Sorry, they knocked Motherwell out of the Europa Conference League. Uh, they were knocked out themselves last week by uh, Viking, despite a 1-0 win back in Sligo for the home tie of that, which followed a 5-1 loss in Norway. They can focus on the league now, and they need to, because they need to, to start moving back up their table to make sure that they're in Europe again next season. Starts on the road this weekend, up at Donegal against Finn Harps, and I think anything better than even money is a great price. They beat Finn Harps 3-0 back in June, did it quite comfortably. You can get $2.20 with Neds about that right now. Possibly even better shopping elsewhere. Sligo Rovers away at Finn Harps. Sligo to win $2.20. I think that's not a bad play. They've got a very good centre back, Frank Frank O'Leary. Great player. His old man owns the pub down the road. Yeah. The Red Lion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do you not know that? No, no, I, did, no, I didn't well actually known. know that. Yeah. No. yeah. 
Oh, well, that's just how many amazing. people listen to this podcast? <laughs> Google Frank O'Leary Sligo Rabbits. Well, I hope you all do. <laughs> Magnificent part of the world, Ken. There's a really good golf course right there. Um, Billy Liffin, I think that's up yeah. that way. Yeah, the top there. Beautiful, it's actually um, beautiful part of the world. It is, yeah. And Donegal, actually, Donegal extends further north than uh, the Northern Ireland does. Yeah, it yeah, does. Which That's is right. a, a cracking little piece of trivia. Yeah. I quite like that, but yeah, uh, magnificent always, part of the world. There's always trivia on this podcast. Oh, that's I mean, that's where you come. Frank O'Leary is the centre-back for Sligo Rovers. I'll tell you, I laugh if he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> Good surf up there too, Donegal, apparently. Look, we'll recap because we've got yes. a bit to get through. Now, Ken's... English Premier League multi for this weekend. Spurs minus one and a half, paying $2.10 into Everton v Notts Forest to go under two and a half goals at $1.73 into Leicester versus Southampton, $1.65 for over two and a half goals. Roll that all together. You get yourself about $5.90 with Neds. Mick Bennett's multi. Spurs, Arsenal and Chelsea all to win paying $3.07 with Neds if you roll those together. He has a couple of other bets for you too this weekend. Fulham versus Brentford over two and a half goals, $1.94 with Neds. He quite likes the sound of that. And then West Ham, Brighton, he reckons it's going to be a tight game. He can see the Hammers maybe breaking out of their funk a little bit in terms of goal scoring. So he's suggesting take the one-all draw at $6.50 and the two-all draw at $13.00. If we go up north of the border to Scotland, Ken likes St Johnston versus Aberdeen to go over two and a half goals at $2.38 or both teams to score at $2. Take your pick there. And then down in the championship, Middlesbrough to beat Reading at $2.20, Watford to beat Preston North End at $2.75. And tonight, the mighty Sligo Rovers paying $2.20 with Neds to beat Finn Harps. That's a, a fair bit uh, on the plate there, Ken. Thank you very much. Mate, I'm going to take something on Sligo. I'm going to put him a little <laughs> multi with the Warriors tonight to beat uh, the Cowboys, maybe. Not head-to-head, by the way, but maybe at the point start. But uh, let's see how we go. And Otago plays south on the MPC on Sunday. The oldest uh, and most traditional of provincial rugby rivalries in uh, New Zealand, James. I've got to put that one in as well. Gee whiz, it is a huge weekend. Ken, thank you so much, mate. We'll speak with you again uh, next Friday. And until then, happy punting.